Hello and welcome to Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candace, and with me today is probably my former best friend Bree because I made her watch something she probably did not want to do. Hey Bree. Hi. And our special guest is Celine of Starpiece. Hey Celine. Hey. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> it really is. So this aired. So premiering November seventeenth, nineteen seventy eight. The holiday special, Star Wars edition, was seen by 13 million viewers. And that was the only time officially it was ever released. (laughs) 13 million people saw this? I mean, that was actually pretty low back then because, you know, there was only so many channels. True, but I just feel very bad for those 13 million people. It It was not considered a good number, though. Because... Like, Kenner wanted to do toys for this, and they had some prototypes, but then they saw, like, the ratings and saw, like, the reaction, and they're like, burn them. They they literally, I think they they had, like, VHS copies is what I heard. Oh, jeez. And, and they burned all of them. Like, there were no <laughs> copies left. I think someone screen recorded it, like, with their player while it was live on TV, and that's how this copy is out here. Yeah, they say George Lucas has tried to destroy every copy, too. Yeah. Oh, you can't take back mistakes. I, wait, real quick. They they were going to make toys. So were they going to make, like, the character, like, the one alien who's, like, the Julia Childs? Like, were they going to have a toy specifically for that person? Because what? I think it was more lumpy, scratchy, itchy. You know. What is with those names? I don't know. All, that's, sh- they, that's short for, like, that? Chewbacca's Chili. So those are actually short for something, which I will not try to pronounce because I will butcher them. So guys, can I take you back? Not as far as 78, but like the early 2000s when child Candace was loving Star Wars and really loved the original trilogy, still like a prequels fan. But then she found out there was more Star Wars with her favorite actors, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford. So this is before YouTube. This is before... Things were streaming online. So she gave her mom her allowance to buy an eBay a VHS copy of this special. Oh, you poor child. I, even as like a 10-year-old, or maybe I was like 12, I do not remember, but I remember being so disappointed. I was like, Mark Hamill's in this for like two minutes. It says starring Mark Hamill. It lied to me. I, I also have a story for this. So I was, mine was a few years later. I think I watched it around 2011 and I did watch it on YouTube. But at that point, it had become a joke in pop culture circles Mm -hmm. that the holiday special was, you know, it was the best thing that that Star Wars had ever made. (laughs) And that, you know, George Lucas wanted to hide it. And me being a kid... I was like, I believed it, even though they were totally being sarcastic and talking about how horrible it was. So I was so excited to watch this. I was like, you know, I've been preparing for years for this moment. It's going to be great. It's more Star Wars. I haven't had more Star Wars. And I watched it and I just kind of, I just sat there for a little bit. And I was like, I... I am never going to talk about this again. Until I'm now. Sorry. <laughs> made you, do it. you made me relive it. Uh, to be honest, this is my first time watching the holiday special. 
Had you seen any clips before, Brie? Did you have any idea I what you were going into? I don't think I did. No, I knew it was about Chewbacca's family, which I was like, already, like, what? And right when it started, I was like, oh, no, they're trying to make it like a Star Wars sitcom, like, meet the Jeffersons or, you know, three's a company. And I'm like, what is happening? The um, 70s were wild. Yeah, Celine actually put, like, a poll, poll up, and she's like, should it have been subtitled? Yes, <laughs> like, I, I wrote that down. I was like, where are the subtitles for, for the Chewbacca clan? I wrote that. <laughs> it just, it went on so long. And, I mean, I don't understand, like, what they were trying to do, but if you, like, look at, like, the history of how it was made, it just... Like, the first director left. They had people who didn't usually know how to do these, like, kind of shows. It was a 360 set, but they were trying to use, like, five cameras at a time. And then George Lucas says he had, like, no input. He was not a part of this. But then the people involved say George That's was getting true. notes every day. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Geez. He was, like, he's, I mean, would you admit to working on this? He should, though. Yeah, just just own up to it, George. You did some other good things. But yeah, so it's just it just sounded like it was a mess to make. It had a budget of one million dollars, which would be about four million today. And the question is, where did that money go? As as I tweeted earlier, B. Arthur. They did it, yeah, they got the, the, the cast is what that money went to, honestly. That cast, I mean, they must not have gotten that much because that cast looked like they did not want to be there. Harrison is like, okay. I'm going to say this once. You're going to record it and we're done. Han, Han Solo was like the only good part of that. He took that so yeah. seriously. And oh my God, can we talk about Mark Hamill's face? His eyeliner. He has eyeliner. <laughs> I... So Bree, you might not know this, but he was in an accident. Oh, I know. accident. You know that? Yeah. Okay. But you can so tell I mean, people. Yeah, and then um, that's why he gets attacked by the Wampa in Empire Strikes Back. So he could have, like, the reason why he has those scars on his face. But I guess, like, this is before Empire Strikes Back. So they put so much makeup on his face. And they gave him, like, a bowl cut, I think, to try to hide his face scars. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you think it was a wig? I don't know. Could have been some tapins. I don't know. <laughs> I will say, though, during, uh, the, I don't know, the silent movie part of the Chewbacca's just talking, um, when the son didn't want like to do any of the chores, I was like, oh, that's pretty relatable. Like, I get that. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> you feel for Lumpy? You, well, in that moment, because I was just like, I, I wrote down mood. <laughs> mood yeah it was like such a mood i was like all right like relatable lumpy really is the cutest part of that whole thing like especially when he's trying to get like uncle luke's attention on the screen right i felt bad when his like toy got ripped up yeah that was mean the empire oh geez the empire's just being a bunch of dicks and this is special so what did you guys think of the segments like the very first thing we see is like Circus Delay, but, like, a nightmare version on the, like, their chessboard. I was like, well, this may be what Woodstock was, just a bunch of drugs. Um, That was my first thought. (laughs) (laughs) 
my grandpa actually walked in during one of the musical performances and uh he had no idea i was watching star wars he's just like oh this looks like it was from the 70s and i'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is what they watch yeah and, and Lumpy's face was particularly creepy during that first performance. I was like, this is fuels of nightmare. What did you think of the Diane Carroll virtual reality for Grandpa Itchy? <laughs> um, WTF? Child, I mean... I was, I was like, I'm uncomfortable. I need an adult. <laughs> How did they think that was family friendly? Like, oh, this fantasy virtual reality. Like, what? It was so creepy. I wrote down a couple of the things that she said that were the worst. (laughs) She was like, oh, we're excited, aren't we? Oh, God. We can have a good time. (laughs) I'm your pleasure. Yep. That was one. I was like, what? Oh. And I was like, he's doing that out in, like, the family room. Oh, he's such a perv. Oh, I know. I was like. (laughs) And Art Carney's like, hey, I got something for you. And I was like. Virtual reality porn is literally what it was. Yeah. And, you know, we deem that holiday special worthy. (laughs) That's what happens during Christmas. I wonder if George Lucas was just sitting there on saying, you know what? This needs a fantasy moment. Because my uncle does this every Christmas. Like, you know, what what happened there? It's just the antics that... uh, (laughs) creepy old uncle itchy gets up to every thanksgiving or christmas maybe that's based on george so brie did you like the b arthur scene okay well one thing um at the beginning i was like oh hey b arthur super sweet and then when that weird guy with when she poured the drink in his head first of all one i was like how did he get behind the bar because there was no logical reason for him to have gotten behind the bar with her this again isn't holiday friendly and it was just really creepy i'd like like to think she shot him at the end i hope so but like oh yeah in this middle of this happy star wars special let's put a woman getting harassed and so creepy yeah i I get it but i didn't get that you know when i watched it when i was a kid i was just like oh you know people are being annoying but this time when i watched it i was like how did she not shoot somebody? Like, she went and sang him a song after this? Right? <laughs> like, does she have to do that every night to get people out of her bar? Or not to be raped? I don't know. It's just really weird. Um, oh, but I oh will no, say- something interesting about that. All the characters um, were, um, they used the prosthetics and, like, design from A New Hope. That's why you, like, see Greedo and, like, the like devil guy and stuff like that. It just like looks like very ill fitted. Like they threw them on and they didn't really try to make it work. Look like but, a um, community theater production. Yeah. You see that so, big rat that she was sitting next to? It was yeah. just a rat. Yeah, that was like terrifying. Do you guys think he was like just a rat that's like, I'm hanging out in this bar now, not an actual customer? <laughs> it was something, so, but I will say that song was probably one of the best parts of oh the- it was definitely the best part <laughs> yeah right it's I'm in like, my head now yeah i was if like this friend, this has saved friend. the movie this is how i'm gonna get through it okay so just this little tidbit i have to tell you guys they forgot to pump oxygen into the mask so characters in that scene were just fainting left and right because what? they could not breathe oh that's fantastic 
I don't think a SAG after would be happy to hear about that. <laughs> no, do you think those people are SAG? <laughs> no, I don't. They were definitely non-union. <laughs> <laughs> they probably just got like members of the crew. It's like, here's a mask. You're a giant rat. Have fun. I don't know why this made me think of that, but did you notice that in the credits it said R2-D2 as R2-D2? Yeah. Yeah, he was played by a remote. Kenny yeah. Baker wasn't inside of him at that time, apparently. I feel like part of that was budget. Yeah, they could <laughs> Imagine if they put him in there and then didn't give him oxygen. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how Anthony Daniels held up. Oh. Yeah. Not very well. We don't give him enough credit sometimes. Oh, I no. know. Being in the desert in that golden suit. Oh, and he's one of the funniest, too. Yeah, he was like the only good thing about the last, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, he was the, yeah, he was the best part in that. <laughs> he was like the only thing. I'm like, I like this part. Boba Fett. This is the introduction of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the first time that they introduced him before Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And... God, that cartoon, that animation. Han Solo looks. <laughs> His face was so long. So long. I was like, did they base him off of Ed the horse at the time? I was like, that is not Harrison Ford at all. No. I was like, did you, have you guys ever met Harrison Ford? Seen a picture? With that but- animation segment, were they trying to eventually do a Star Wars animated show? They talked about um, they were going to work with Lucasfilm to do something with the Bee Gees. <laughs> I know, it's so random. <laughs> Nothing came out of it, though. I feel like George was considering animation even way back then, though. Yeah, like he, um, I forget when Droids and the Ewoks cartoon came out. I feel like that was in the 80s. But 11% of the people on my poll said that they thought that just the animated short in the holiday special should be canon. <laughs> It's actually the only part of the holiday special that's ever been released by Lucasfilm. Well, because that's the only part that people liked. Although the whole segment to me felt like a Scooby-Doo episode, especially when Luke was like, well, he sure had the rest of us fooled. I was like, what? Do you guys realize this probably was like Mark Hamill's very first voice acting gig? Yep. Ooh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. And look how far he's come. That's great. The random, like, Art Carney scenes, like, like we were talking about the Julia Childs alien, and then the robot who was malfunctioning while trying to give instructions. Do you think there was a script? Did you hear the, the hand solo joke that Art Carney made? He's like, she did it by hand. Solo. Oh, yes. <laughs> trying to be so I was like, subtle. Stop. Like, I was like, if I was an Imperial Guard, I'd be like, I know what you're up to. And also, why was he trying to sell him a mini aquarium? I was like, what? A weird choice. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not trying to be. They literally noticeable. just put a bunch of props out there. And Art Carney's like, I have to fill up like five to ten minutes with improv. That's what it felt like. I mean, the Wookiees didn't have lines. So, like. I can't imagine he did either. Can you imagine getting that script and just saying, ah? <laughs> yeah. Just, just berate your child some more, you know? Just everyone make random noises and just we'll film it all. Oh, the, the Wookiee noises kept, like, waking up my dog. 
Bucky was like, what is this? My cat left the room. She just <laughs> left. Your cat was I wanted to leave the room, but I couldn't. I was on hold while I was watching it, and there were a couple times where I paused it just so I could sit and be on hold. <laughs> yeah. I had to pause it, and I watched, like, a Food Network cooking show for, like, a real one, not the Julia Childs. Oh, <laughs> I just actually did break. like that part, the cooking part. It, it was actually a really funny parody. I was like, this is, this is kind of, I was It's like, the inventive. only one that's actually like, got some humor into it. Yeah. But and it's just funny and weird how, like, their whole house is so human looking. Yeah. And what was the point of giving him a wife? <laughs> it feels like it, if, if, if Chewbacca really has a wife somewhere, doesn't it, like, feel awful? Like, Han, you're keeping this guy away from his family. Yeah, it just kind of makes him, like, a horrible father. Totally. Yeah. This was like, a Debbie dad. Lumpy is like, huh, I wish my dad would come home. Like, oh, yeah. Lumpy, like, hugs Han first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't notice that. Yeah, and then Han hands him over to Chewbacca. Or, you know, oh, maybe yeah. Han's a real father. You never know. Could well, carry you know, the mom's genes. What the writers say is that George Lucas told them that Han Solo was married to a Wookiee. What? Yes. <laughs> but these writers were on drugs at the time they admit to it. Oh, probably so shrooms. Weird. I'm going to say shrooms and acid. <laughs> okay. oh, man. Probably cocaine as well. I remember Peter Mayhew talking about the fact that uh, Mala was played by like a seven and a half foot tall guy. And so he felt really uncomfortable pretending to be her Wookiee husband. <laughs> yeah, they just hugged. There's costume. no kisses. And they only hugged. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Peter. Don't be homophobic. Did you notice that he was, like, bopping his head to the opening music when it first started, though? <laughs> okay, speaking of music, um, at the end, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> oh, bless her. I love how she's like, this holiday is yours, but we all share with you the hope that brings us closer to freedom and all this, like, monologue. And then she starts singing, and I'm like, damn it, Leia, it's about the Wookiees, not you. <laughs> It's like culturally appropriating their holiday. Or she, <laughs> she needed to sing their song where people could understand it. You know. It's not it must not be a Wookiee song if it's in basic. Maybe it would have been better if the Wookiees just all like They like backed her up. <laughs> <laughs> now I want that to happen. But it's interesting. So the Star Wars theme is in the Star Wars universe. We find out in Star Wars Rebels that the Imperial theme, a more upbeat version, and also I think it happens in Solo, is actually like their anthem. So does that mean that every time we heard it playing in like one of the Star Destroyers, they were just blasting it through the speakers? Yeah, it was like their propaganda. <laughs> I mean, if I was a villain, I would want a theme song to follow me wherever I went. Oh, and yeah, they didn't film anything new with Dark Vader. Those were just scenes in the Death Star that they didn't use in New Hope. completely forgot he was in this. Me I know, because it's five seconds. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> but also, like, how does James Earl Jones feel about, like, being thrusted into that with no choice of his own? He's, he's like, I filmed, I, I recorded two lines, and they're putting me in the interjection. Because <laughs> they're, like, starring James Earl Jones, and he's like, I did not agree to this. Yeah. Oh, so by the end of the 
TV special. The reason they're all like in robes on like a black screen is because they ran out of money. And they were just like, get a bunch of candles. Candles make everything look cooler. It just made it look like the Wookiees had a cult. Yeah. (laughs) It was a Wookiee cult. Oh, so in The Mandalorian, I don't know if you guys remember the very first episode, the guy, the bounty says, hey, I gotta be home for Life Day. So that means Life Day is canon in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I found out the Sith do not like Life Day because it represents everything they hate. Life. Exactly. But I kind of agree with the Sith about this. But wasn't the whole point of the Sith to stop themselves from dying? Oh. (laughs) They're, they're, They're hypocrites. I think they just don't like anyone else but them. Yeah, they didn't like the dancing, singing, carols. I mean, I wouldn't either, though. So maybe I would have joined the Sith. Or you would have joined the Sith because you just like all your nightmare boys. That too. Plus, I look better in all black. Freaking Luke wears all black in Return of the Jedi. Jedi's can wear black. Oh, one other thing. So, you know, like, so the Imperials are in the house, and that's when Lumpy is watching the cartoon. (laughs) So, like, that means that in the universe of Han, Luke, Leia, did someone in the Rebellion, like, make this cartoon as propaganda? And, like, Lumpy's, like, really concerned about his father when there's a cliffhanger. It's a cartoon. I don't know. It was oh, meta yeah. and existential. And I was... <laughs> I was like, you don't know what they're going for here. They just needed a segue. So they're like, let's just do this. They're, like, pushing it on the TVs like they did in Pan Am and the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no one want to join something that has that freakish Han Solo involved. No. His head was the same shape as Chewbacca's. <laughs> Did you notice that they used the word martial law? Like, yes. they just couldn't come up with a Star wars alternative? No, they're like, martial law. Oh. Like, okay. One of the Imperials, like, brings out a walkie-talkie, and he has to, like, have the antenna, and it's, like, five feet of an antenna, and I'm just like... You're in a galaxy far, far away. This is not how it works. No, they're in the 70s, and that was probably a real walkie-talkie. <laughs> oh, can we talk about how Han Solo kills a stormtrooper? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he fakes left. I totally missed that. And then the stormtrooper just goes over the railing. Yeah. That was really uh, cheap railing. And they're just like, all right, cool. That's it. No one else is going to come looking for him. Yeah, our Carney's just like, hey, he ran away. Bye. Maybe he walked it off. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. That that armor has to be good for something, right? Yeah, it doesn't stop blaster bullets, but it'll stop a 30-foot fall. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think we've gone through everything in my notes. It's so crazy. Like, I understand why George Lucas, like, wanted to destroy this. But at the same time, I think he just needs to embrace it. Like, it happened. It re- it's real. <laughs> It's part of Star Wars history forever now, so. It will never change. Yeah, they actually, there was, um, before Disney bought Star Wars, there were a bunch of independent and small art house theaters that would get the license from Fox to play it in their theaters during <laughs> Christmas time. And they would get people to go. And I really think it would be a good drinking game or something. Or like, kind of like Rocky Horror. I was about you know? to say like the new Rocky Horror picture show. 
Yeah, I would everyone... totally watch that with a group. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We should do that at celebration. Like, yes. yeah. I'm down. Just every time, like, a Wookiee, we have like little Wookiee hand puppets. Every time they go, Aah! oh, yeah, we can make up dialogue for them. I'm totally mm-hmm. down for this. You'd need to come up with some drinking games, but you definitely can't do like take a shot every time they growl because you'd just die <laughs> in the That's first true. five minutes. <laughs> we have to do inner dialogue for Itchy during that VR experience. Oh, no, Maybe, just like, the sound of a guy jerking off, you know? Oh, oh God. my God, Bree. I'm sorry. It, that's it what was happening it is. in the living room. I'm just going to come out family. and say it. Oh, Bree, you're so mm. brave. We'll get Pee Wee to perm to play Itchy. Maybe, like, take a shot every time there's a different song. Oh, my God, so many songs. It's like half music. It really is. Honestly, Leia's, I think Leia's was a really good one. It's just that yeah. it didn't, it didn't fit the 70s aesthetic of the rest of the songs. But she got like, she got a lot of hate for that song and people were calling her a bad singer. And I was like, oh, no, she's, she's not. not. No, her and B. Arthur she, carried that film. <laughs> she, um, the, the rumor is that she agreed to do it because back in the day, for a film star to do TV, that was like very bourgeois and just like taboo. Um, she agreed to do it if she could sing. Well, she sang on uh, Saturday Night Live too. Oh yeah. And oh, what was I gonna say? Um, Mark Hamill says that they try to give him a song, and he was like, "No, I don't <laughs> sing." God damn it, Mark! Sorry, I don't know if you swear on this show. Oh, we do. I okay. I tend to. I would have loved that. I know. It would have been great. <laughs> Sing a song about fixing droids or something. I'm oh, sad I missed that. That that would yeah. have been great. So overall, I think this is good to watch if you're with a group of people. And you're doing other things at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just not being on hold. Something, something better than that. I was playing Animal Crossing during most of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know. I think my one takeaway from this movie is... Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Yeah, the whole idea was to help promote the Star Wars brand. But really what they should have done was just probably put A New Hope on again on TV. Because, like, people, VHSs weren't, like, as common then. Like, people who really love Star Wars, it's, like, the only chance to see, like, Star Wars on their TV. I would not be surprised if some people refused to go see the next movie because of that. Probably. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, it's going to be like this family dramedy about Wookiees. Well, they were like, because he tried to make it so, like, it's very time coded. Like, you know that it's in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the rest of the original trilogy, timeless. you don't feel that. Yeah. Except some of the haircuts, obviously. Yeah, some of the stuff you can't help, but. Okay, so, Celine, Brie and I have been ranking all of the Star Wars movies, including Clone Wars and Rogue One and Solo. So, Bree, this is at the at the bottom? Uh, I would have to agree with that. Oh, Attack of the Clones isn't the worst now. Oh, tie? <laughs> no, no. I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. This was worse. This was worse. I kind of want to say The Rise of Skywalker to be petty, but I know it's not. I actually enjoyed The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I don't like it, but it's a fun movie. This yeah. is just hard to sit through. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, that's the thing. At least with The Rise of Skywalker, like... You're not really bored ever because there's just so much going on all times. And there's 
you know, the acting and... I, I mean, I saw that movie in theaters five times. I would I could not watch this five times. No, no. no. I'm surprised you both could watch it again. This was my well, first been about and only a decade. Time. <laughs> yeah, it's been about 20 years for me. Okay. So, well, that kind of helped. First, and maybe I'll go with you guys. If we do Rocky Horror style, I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'd totally do that with a group. Yeah. Hey, well. Celine, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. How can people find your podcast? Um, well, it's on pretty much every podcatcher at Starpiece. And on Twitter, it's at SW Starpiece. Perfect. And Bree, can you tell people how to find us? Of course. Find us at Geeky Girl Gab on our website, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, any social media. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> So that's it for today. I'm Candace. I'm Bree. And I'm Celine. May the force be with you.